do we tread that line? You know, I think my generation of mothers, I'm really noticing, are becoming more and more empowered, more and more aware of their worth and what they deserve. How do you get that line right between lowering expectations and embracing that disappointment? And then on the other side saying, no, actually, I cannot handle that this marriage now does not feel enough for me. It doesn't feel alive enough for me. It doesn't feel passionate enough for me. How on earth do you begin to unpack that line so that you're not settling? You don't have that feeling of a settling as opposed to what you might want, which is that sort of deeper love or truer love or more vulnerable love. Do you know what I mean? I'm not asking the question very succinctly. No, no, you're, you're, you're quite rightly sort of challenging me about an issue for women of putting up with things that they shouldn't put up with. That's Um, it. That's what I'm trying to say. Because if we say, well, let's just lower our expectations. Well, yeah, but what do we deserve as women, as mothers? And what are we modelling? Because all the time, as we talked about the top of the conversation, we're blueprinting for the little eyes that are watching. It's tricky, isn't it? Because marriage is a political institution or a relationship is a political institution and the way we are in that institution is inevitably shaped by how women are treated in society their sense of their own worth as you say how empowered they are but on the other hand I think men are also disempowered in their relationships a lot of the time If we have a mindset that we are with a partner who is somehow more powerful than us and we're fighting for our rights, we're already, I think, a lot of the time in an enactment which doesn't necessarily belong in the relationship. So if you've had, for instance, a mother who might have been very disempowered in her relationship, who was, if you like, a bit of a second-class citizen in her relationship. You carry that into your current relationship. You have to do the same bit of work I was talking about earlier. Is this really right? Am I really being disempowered? Or actually, am I fighting a ghost from the past here? And it's not really about my husband trying to oppress me in a particular way. And that's not to say you shouldn't assert yourself. I'm not in any way trying to disempower women and say, just put up with something any more than I'd want to disempower men and say, just put up with something. Good marriages are meetings of two people who have a kind of a quality of arms. They are both as vulnerable and they're both powerful. If you're in a marriage or a relationship where there is such a clear power differential all the time, then, of course, that is something to question. But that isn't the usual situation. When I first became a marital therapist, I had been very involved in the the women's movement and identified myself very clearly as a feminist. And I went along to be selected as a what was then a marriage guidance counsellor, which was my first training. And I had to write, well, what do you think will be most difficult for you? And I wrote, I think it's going to be really difficult when I see all these couples where the men are bullying their wives. Because I thought, well, I won't be able to stand that. 
But the experience of 35 years is not that. Couples don't come in. Very rarely do couples come in and you say, my goodness, that man is a complete pig and bullying his wife and my job here is to empower her. That isn't the situation. Men come in fearful and anxious and sometimes that makes them loud. Women often are the loudest. They're often the loudest. Often, I think, because they are fighting a kind of ghost from their own childhood and perhaps from society in general, which is I've got to get my voice heard. And men often are anxious about not being brutes and often in some ways are not directly assertive enough. They find ways to assert themselves, often in rather passive-aggressive ways. Or, of course, they can go off and have relationships with other people. Or they can use money in a way that has some kind of retaliatory aspect to it. But they're not usually the shouty ones. Shouty ones are often women. So it's very complicated. But yeah, nobody should stay in a relationship if they feel misused or abused. That is, those are red lines, aren't they? 